Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the original entrance to Adventureland, with guests walking under the Adventureland sign. On the back, it reads, Adventureland. Entry to Adventureland means passage to adventure. The savage beauty of the tropics and the exotic wares of the South Sea Island shops are seen in superlative degree in this Tahitian village at Disneyland. It's postmarked July 21st, 1956, and I assume they visit the park on Friday, July 20th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. The weather was a high of 85 and a low of 59. Park attendance that day was 18,699. It's addressed to Mrs. Doris Newswanger of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It reads, Hi Doris, it's hot as you know what out here. I can't wait to get back there. How's everything at Jaime's Haven? See you soon, Jolene. Jolene could have cooled off in a circus tent in Fantasyland and enjoyed Professor Keller's Jungle Killers. Shortly after the park opened, Fantasyland was host to two circus tents which housed the Mickey Mouse Club Circus. The full circus lasted less than two months. Then, one of the tents was removed, and the second tent continued to house Professor Keller's Fantastic Felines, now renamed Jungle Killers. The back of a postcard for the attraction reads, George Keller, a former college professor turned wild animal trainer, demonstrates for the first time the unarmed subjugation of a group of African lions, tigers, Leopards, mountain lions, jaguars, black panthers, and a cheetah. Professor Keller would perform classic circus tricks with the big cats, including placing his head in a lion's mouth. This B-ticket attraction lasted less than seven months, and Professor Keller ran off to join the circus. He worked for Barnum and Bailey Circus until he died of a heart attack in 1959. Looking at my 1956 guidebook and 1956 park map, there's no mention of the circus tent. It would have been located near the parade viewing area between the Matterhorn and It's a Small World. The front of our next postcard shows boats entering and leaving the dock in the world-famous Jungle Cruise. On the back it reads, Jungle Adventures Ahead. Leaving the Adventureland dock, a jungle riverboat heads out on an exciting journey down the tropical rivers of the world into a panorama of jungle wonders in Disneyland. It's postmarked May 31st, 1962, and I assume they visit the park on Memorial Day, Wednesday, May 30th. Memorial Day, as mentioned in episode 35, sent from the Small World Clock, was moved from May 30th to the last Monday in May in the early 1970s, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. The weather was a high of 69 and a low of 55. Park attendance that day was 18,719. It's addressed to a Mrs. R.L. Ballantine of Gladstone, Oregon. It reads, Dear Frida and Lee, Thanks so much for letting us know about Ivan. I sent Myrtle a card. Sure is a sad thing. Hope you are all well. We are all fine here. We went to Disneyland today and had a real good time. We'll write more later. Love, Myrna and Don. Myrna and Don just missed the opening of the Big Game Safari Shooting Gallery, located across from the Jungle Cruise and where a seating area for the Bengal Barbecue is now, 
The Big Game Safari Shooting Gallery was the third shooting gallery in the park. The first two were on Main Street and Frontierland. The Big Game Shooting Gallery required guests to spend one quarter, and a cast member would load a tube of lead bullets into an elephant rifle, as described in the 1962 guidebook. Looking at the photo of the attraction in the 1962 guidebook, the rifle had limited mobility to dissuade guests from pointing the rifle at cast members or other guests. The use of real lead bullets was a health concern for cast members from the lead dust firing from the rifles, and the bullets would chip the paint of the targets which would need to be repainted nightly. Although the name of the attraction went through many changes from Safari Shooting Gallery, Big Game Gallery, and Big Game Shooting Gallery, the attraction remained unchanged for 20 years and closed in 1982 to make room for more retail space in Adventureland. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. A special thanks to e-ticket patron Tania, c-ticket patrons Debbie Weinstein and Brian Crawford, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the a-ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angelica Nablock, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent From Disneyland or on Twitter at Sent From Disney. For questions and comments, please send me a postcard address to Sent From Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and the guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.